0: Investigation and discovery drive OHSU's research environment. Strengthening the path from the research lab to the clinic is where research meets human health.
1: It's Tuesday, August 26th, and this is OHSU Week.
0: I'm Josh Anderson.
1: And I'm Kelsey Hewell.
0: Hi, Kelsey. Hey, Josh. What's the big story this week?
1: Well, news broke this week that OHSU has a new heart transplantation primary physician. They were approved by the United Network of Organ Sharing, meaning OHSU can resume their heart transplant care program.
0: That is excellent news. What does this mean for Oregon?
1: It makes OHSU the only health system in Oregon with comprehensive support services for heart transplants.
0: That's fantastic. Hey, Kelsey, I've been meaning to ask you, where'd you get that official OHSU coffee mug?
1: Oh, this? It's from the OHSU Campus Store located at the Student Center.
0: What other kind of items do they have?
1: They have everything from hoodies to badge poles, and you can get your gear in person or online.
0: That's awesome. I can't wait to check it out. Let's move on to our main interview. Casey Williamson recently sat down with Jonathan Jubera and Melissa Mudd to talk about the Oregon Clinical and Translational Research Institute, or Oak to learn how they support an entrepreneurial culture at OHSU.
2: Thanks, Jonathan and Melissa, for joining us here today. And we're going to talk about entrepreneurship at OHSU and and why it's so important. So Jonathan, do you wanna talk about that? Why why isn't an entrepreneurial culture important here?
3: Sure, happy to answer that question. Um, you know, traditionally, researchers have focused on medicine and science, which is totally appropriate because that's where their expertise lies. But technology development, as you can probably imagine, is very expensive. Uh, the trend has been that more and more established companies, they wanna see that the product or technology is successful even out in the marketplace um, first, like with with sales even. So we've kind of tried to take a less traditional approach to technology development where we involve the researchers earlier and earlier in the commercialization process.
2: And how do you help PIs?
3: In a number of ways. Uh, we work very closely with our uh, colleagues in the technology transfer office and also um, the collaborations and entrepreneurship office. Uh, but here at Oaktree, we have a, a program called the Biomedical Innovation Program that started back in 2013. Um, and what this program does uh, is it gives uh, early stage funding, usually uh, between 40 and 60 thousand dollars, to PIs uh, who have an idea. Uh, sometimes it's as little as uh, a napkin sketch. Sometimes they've done you know more work than that. Um, they participate in a competitive request for applications process, and we have a review committee that. Um, looks over their applications, and ultimately decides whether or not to fund those projects.
2: Are you trying to turn this into a sort of private market-based environment?
3: What we're we're hoping to accomplish is to give our PIs just another perspective. Um, If they want their technologies to help people Um, A a really critical part of that is getting it into the marketplace. So if we can get them to think about it, um, just get outside of the scientist mentality or the clinician mentality, uh, not completely, they still need to to do their jobs. But just to have this other perspective, uh, it can help these projects uh, along.
2: And so is this what you're doing with the biomedical innovation course that you provide?
3: So the BIP Commercialization Readiness Program is something Melissa will talk about in just a few seconds here. Um, but the BIP, the Biomedical Innovation Program, has two tracks of funding, one for device diagnostic and software, and another track for drug discovery. But what we've built with the BIP is, it's, is, a, is a program that focuses on project management, funding and development, mentorship, and entrepreneur education.
2: How does, uh, how does an investigator get started?
3: Well the request for applications should be released any day now Um, the information's on our website they would uh, download a template that we put together and the rfa and then use redcap to submit those uh, those documents
2: sounds great and so melissa do you want to talk about the the educational program that you're I think you're getting ready to launch soon.
4: Yes, absolutely. The biomedical innovation program. Last year we expanded the entrepreneurial education side or the entrepreneurial education pillar to include a more a more structured offering. Typically every year we host an invent seminar series um, that allows investigators and the broader OHSU community to get an initial introduction to the principles of commercialization. We've expanded the biomedical offerings to include a commercialization readiness program. Last year, it was called Fast Pace. This is an educational mechanism to support the PIs that Jonathan mentioned earlier. So whether or not you're one of our BIP awardees or someone else among the OHSU researchers or clinicians that wants to get in a deeper dive into what commercialization is and how your idea might fit in that mark in the marketplace. So when you say the entire
2: OHSU community is, does that extend beyond investigators?
4: So this course is open to anyone on campus that has a bioscience or a life science idea that they are interested in learning how to commercialize, or maybe they don't even want to personally commercialize it, um, but maybe they need the tools and the skills around commercialization to further their research, um, whether it be for an SBIR, STTR application, or finding partnerships and additional funding for their research projects. So, so the course is open to anyone with that type of idea. So even I could apply? You could, Casey. As long as your idea is somewhat life science or bioscience related, um, the course is open to OHSU community, to the larger Portland community. Yes. Great. So how long is the course and what do you cover? So the course is four weeks long. Um, it'll convene this October 4th through November 1st, this fall. The course covers the basic components of biomedical commercialization. So bringing an idea from lab or from clinic to the market. That includes key topics such as identifying problem statements, doing customer discovery, looking at FDA requirements for your specific idea, monetization strategies. um, And and the course itself is agnostic to the type of exit you may have with your idea. So whether you want to be an entrepreneur, or if you want to license, or if you just want to further your research.
2: I wonder if you have any examples you can share with us, and also whether there's any crossover between the funding that Jonathan was talking about and the training course that you work with.
4: Absolutely. So last year we had projects from a broad discipline spectrum, um, including around naturopathy, um, biomedical engineering, dentistry, and other types of projects. Um, and I'll let Jonathan go into a little bit of detail around one of them.
3: Sure. Yeah, this is this is my favorite part, talking about the technologies. Actually, Dr. Luis Bertasoni, who's in the School of Dentistry here at OHSU, he's a biomedical uh, engineer. Uh, Luis is a serial inventor, and one of his projects that he brought to FastPace last year, and this was, you know, obviously b- b- this version this year is BIPCorp. Um, was a, a, a program called Bone Mimetics. Apparently, it's very tough in the lab to get material that will mimic the properties of bone. Like, it's pretty lousy. So Luis essentially has a, has a kit that mimics bone up to like 90% of the same properties as bone. So initially targeting probably researchers in, the, in that market, but uh, ultimately, you know, something drug companies could use to test various um, pharmaceuticals. Coincidentally, Luis was also uh, an awardee of a biomedical innovation program grant. So the idea was he went through that program, had a much better idea of the commercial potential for his technology, and was able to put that into his grant application and make it much stronger for the BIP.
2: Yeah, and Luis, uh, his work is among those at OHSU who their work in the lab can go on to the clinic and make a really big difference. So, these are great programs, guys.
3: Thanks so much, Casey. Appreciate it.
4: So, what are the what are what do people get from the course? So, the the tangible outcomes of this course are one um, this year we're we're proud to be able to offer a small award for the strongest pitch and business case. Aside from a monetary incentive. Um, by participating in this course, you will not only learn the skills to help you further a current idea, but you can, um, your the business case and pitch that you form around this idea can help you go on to secure funding and partnerships um, in the future and further your research opportunities in the future. You'll also gain access to a real stellar group of academicians and industry scientists who have experience in the commercialization process for therapeutics and for devices and for IT um, that are, will provide a real wealth of knowledge for you.
2: What do you want people to walk away knowing about, about the biomedical innovation program?
3: I think what we want them to know is that we're here to help them first and foremost, and we have a fantastic program that offers people a foundation for a better understanding of commercialization and how to get their technologies into the marketplace. Uh, I may have mentioned before, but I mean kind of these four pillars of the BIP project management, funding and development, mentorship, and entrepreneur education, um, you know, really provide a unique experience here at OHSU for our PIs. And, you know, Melissa has done a dynamite job with the BIP Corp and, um, I would just encourage anyone who's interested in commercialization and interested in learning more about this to contact Melissa or I and come be a part of BIPCorp this fall.
2: Great. Thanks.
0: OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Casey Williamson and edited by me. I'm Josh Anderson.
1: And I'm Kelsey Hewell. See you next week.